did it on the bed and we did it on the floor. We did it in the kitchen and we did it some more. I love you, Cheyenne. You're my man. Jolene, if you are out there, your ass is grass. Available on iTunes at some point. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal is back. Hi, Stoney's here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back, back, back again to another fun episode of Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast there ever was. We are, of course, back, back again to bring you all the tea and, uh, and all the tomfoolery in season six of All Stars. <laughs> all the tomfoolery and Betty Bomboorery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why doesn't Bimini have a brewery? Bimini Bomboorery. Oh, shit. You heard it here first, listeners. Bimini, if you're listening, we will happily work with you on this. Yeah, we'll just take 5% and you can have the rest. And also tickets to your homeland so we can come help you work. <laughs> your homeland. Oh, my God. I, that's honestly all I want to do in life is just go to England and like and Scotland and like go around and see all the UK uh, queens from the show. What a dream. Like, my mom, listeners, currently lives in Germany for her job. I want more than anything to go to one of our international franchises, drag shows. Yes. Yes. There's some good ones in Germany, too. I, I don't know if you guys watched it. It's not technically a RuPaul spinoff, but it's like, it's a, it was like with Heidi Klum, and um, I think we talked about it before on the show. We have. It's been queued up for quite a bit, but um, we haven't dove in quite yet. Yeah, there's a few of those queens I wouldn't mind seeing in Germany, too. So let's just, like, make the rounds. Yes, <laughs> manifesting it here. Yes, girl. How are you guys doing this week, by the way? We're doing fabulous, um, thanks to our lovely host, Seth, for being so flexible, because we just got back from southern Indiana and some trees. You know, we had to go work at the reading room in the office, so we're back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had to walk some children through nature, do some <laughs> reading to them in the reading room, and now we're back. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds lovely. <laughs> how about you? How's, how are things going in the Northwest? Oh, you know, it's it's supposed to be a little cooler here, so I'm a bit disappointed. Um, also, like, some of my neighbors, not the ones that are in my building, but, like, in our complex, they've decided to start a movie night on Saturday nights. Uh -oh. um, so, of course, you know, you have to wait till it, it's completely dark out to start the movie. Mm -hmm. And then they play it so loud I can hear the audio perfectly in my apartment. Ugh. You know, how, I love the, the I, go ahead. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, how dare they? <laughs> I mean, how dare they? Because I love the idea. But what if I'm trying to watch Drag Race? Well, I was I was trying I was watching uh, Austin Powers three gold member last night out in my living room because <laughs> it's actually like cool enough that I could go out there. It was still a little <laughs> too warm. It was a little too warm. I was a little toasty, but, you know, I could manage it. I was like, I'm going to be out of my room. <laughs> Good for you taking that step. Like, I was in a fight with the heat all weekend. We were, of course, camping with um, hetero correspondent 
um, Nick and the family, Steph and the girls. It was a good time. But whenever I was in that tent for like a minute, I was just like in a fight with the heat. Like it was instant. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay, you need to fuck off heat. (laughs) Yeah. For real girl. But other than that, um, I, well, I finished watching the Austin Powers trilogy again. It's really funny (laughs) still. Uh, you know, definitely some, um, you know, there's, you know, a couple of, uh, off color jokes here and there that didn't really stand up, but overall it's still really funny to me. Foxy Cleopatra. <laughs> and I'm a whole lot of woman. Fun <laughs> fact. One of my first DVDs was the Austin Powers movie. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was, I was so jealous. I was like, oh my God, Mike Myers got to kiss Beyonce. No shit. Like what a time. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and, and she was credited as Beyonce Knowles, and that was also weird. That was. Let's just Beyonce. Yes, girl. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else interesting, and I just can't. So maybe we should get started with the show. Yeah, let's do that. Wear a mask. Yeah, wear your mask. Put your mask on before you continue listening. Yeah. Even even if you're at home, <laughs> you never know. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of episode seven of All Stars. I think we're on episode seven, but if not, you know, whatever, fuck off. Actually, we're on episode eight. Thank God. Closer <laughs> to being done. Okay. I'm like, I lost track. This is literally, this is labeled as All-Star 6 Snatch Game episode. Yeah. This is why I don't um, say the episode <laughs> number every week because I just don't remember. Well, I titled the track as episode eight, but now I'm not sure. No, so. it's episode eight. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, girl. <laughs> I know it's hard to All keep right. track of these days because there's a game within a game, but... I stay it lost. Is episode eight. Okay. Well, here we are on episode eight of All Stars <laughs> Six. And if we're wrong, it's all on Stony. Yeah, <laughs> it's all Stony. Send your fault. hate mail to me, bitches. <laughs> yes, girl. I'm ready to fight some hoes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we have quite the episode for you this week. Of course, you know, it's Snatch Game, so that's always fun, unless it's the Snatch Game of Love, of course. Mm. Yeah, mm. I was kind of thinking it's the snatch game, yay uh, of love. Uh, I was kind of thinking about that. That the snatch game of love just isn't the same because the dynamic isn't there. Having all of them in the room together, yeah. So I think they need to change it. Like they need to change it up a little bit. Technically, they were all in the same room together while they were filming it. <laughs> Yeah, just it was three at a time, and the other girls were sitting behind the camera. <laughs> also, I feel like there is a little bit of rigamorous with Snatch Game of Love because they can put certain queens in certain groups to make them look worse than what they are. And yeah. I don't like that. So they should have had like three groups, like one for just Eureka. And then, like, <laughs> then, they, <laughs> then they could, I mean, girl, when you see you're in the group with Eureka, like, I would just be like, fuck. I mean, it's a lot to go against. So yeah. may the odds be ever in your favor. 
nothing against Eureka. She's just very like loud and bulldozes. So it's like mm-hmm. you're not gonna get a chance. Yeah, and Eureka's gonna shoot her shot, so you better be ready to tap dance along or get trampled. Yeah. That's right, girl. Uh, but at the beginning of this episode, of course, uh, Jan sashayed away because uh, the rest of the contestants could not handle her beauty, charisma, nerve, and talent. You know, I think I'm going to say it right now because a real bitch knows a real bitch, and these queens are being too PR trains. Just say you don't like her. Like, y'all are all annoying <laughs> in your own right. It sounds like y'all are just annoyed with Jan and don't like Jan. Like, come on. Just because she is a little like 110 to 25% doesn't mean you have to like shit on her talent. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm saying, I'm saying like a lot because I'm very frustrated. <laughs> like, um, uh, <laughs> I've heard mixed reviews about Jan, but the thing about Jan is all these queens are different and they all have their own special talents in their own right. So you can't say like, oh, she's too much when all of y'all are quite a bit much as well. Yeah, except for Pandora, who's just kind of sad in the corner. Except for Pandora. I accept that that note. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched the um, Whatcha Packin' with Michelle and Pandora, but that I was like, where's that Pandora? Like, that Pandora would have been awesome on the show. I feel like with Pandora, she's a little in her head. I mean, you've got the aging factor. You already know that she's not fully comfortable talking about her experiences and her own skin. So I feel like Pandora was maybe a little bit in her head. I felt the same way. It's like if you showed this Pandora, a lot of people would have connected more. Yeah. Yeah. And I was watching um, the Roscoe's viewing party and Eureka was one of the guests. And she kind of like made it sound like Pandora was trying to like, well, between what Eureka said and things that Pandora have said, it sounds like she was kind of trying to censor herself so that, you know, she didn't say anything offensive to get canceled. I don't know. Like, I do feel like Pandora's different this season. Like, she just doesn't seem like the Pandora I remembered, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I guess she kind of elaborated that on Untucked, right? Like, she doesn't do comedy as much because she doesn't want to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm like, so, girl, what were you like talking about, though? <laughs> What were you expecting to happen here? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, come on. Oh, my gosh. Well, after the elimination, the girls are on the couches chit-chatting, and uh, Trinity says why she kept Pandora and then gives her a pep talk for the week. Another one. (laughs) I connect to Trinity this way because a lot of... um, I see a lot of people online um, talking about trinity's moves in the game and whether the comments and compliments are genuine and i i tweeted a couple weeks ago i'm always going to big up my friends and show them love if you are one of my closest friends you know this about me if it's coming out of my mouth i mean it if you're questioning it you know you can talk about that with your therapist i am (laughs) i'm being nice and trying to lift you up and i mean this is a competition game show there's going to be right. some hurt feelings no matter how nice you say things. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I do like that Trinity is like, you know, being a good sister mm-hmm. and like trying to be like, you know, you're good. Like you're you're doing great, Pandora. But like also at the same time, if she has to do that, like I feel like you're not the top queen right. of the season. Right. Honesty is not being mean. Learn how to handle the truth. 
Yes. Yes, girl. All right. Well, it's the next day in the workroom. RuPaul comes in to let the girls know about this week's maxi challenge, where the girls will be playing a snatch game of love. It's finally time for Snatch Game, episode eight. If you are a seasoned viewer, this usually happens around episode five or six, mostly six. So we have been hungry for this episode. Yes, Yes, girl. And this is technically a game within a game, too. So Rude did not lie. (laughs) Yeah, bitch. We've been seeing the game within a game already. We just didn't know it. Yeah, we just did not know. We've arrived. (laughs) (laughs) yes and of course they decided to have my two least favorite guests cheyenne jackson and fortune feimster (laughs) i was like can we please have jeffrey boyer chapman like that's where i'm at i i love cheyenne jackson he's so fun to look at Cheyenne Jackson looks like he dates twinks, murders them, and makes their bodies disappear. I'm sure he puts them into soup, but I don't care about that because I'm not a twink. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like there should be a show called like Cheyenne Jackson Demon Twink Hunter. That would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) See, I would watch that. Yeah. I would like that. Because isn't he like the vampire person? So that'd be perfect. He does seem like he, yeah, he seems like he could be that kind of a character for sure. Totally. Easily, easily. Yeah. But I'm just really scared of him. Like, I don't know. I feel like he could just kill me at any time. I mean, he was an American Horror Story. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, Fortune, I really have nothing against her personally. I just do not like stand-up comments, comics, because they just make up stories to make themselves feel like they actually do funny things. Oh my god. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I bet this totally happened to you. <laughs> we went over this in the reading room, by the way, but it still hits. <laughs> I like stand-up comics. Fortune, though, is not one of my favorites. I'm not saying she's bad. She just doesn't do anything for me really but yeah support the community <laughs> yes go fortune, yeah, fortune. <laughs> love it uh, hope she's on another s- episode this season we'll see or are they is she she's they them or are uh, fortunes they them i'm not sure i forget i'm trying to call everybody they just to be cautious but i'm not sure yeah, I don't keep up with Fortune, but I feel like there might have been a story about them coming out or something. Watch Fast Non-binary. Foodies I don't know. on Hulu. I did She's like her, on that. I did like her Fast Foodies episode. That was. Funny. I don't know what that is, but I'm still not watching it because I don't like Fortune <laughs> Feimster, <laughs> bitch. So, anyways, now that I've talked about how much I hate Cheyenne and Fortune, I feel like we can move on. Let's do it. <laughs> so uh, the the queens uh, they discuss who they'll be playing in snatch game. Uh, Pandora Box is feeling the pressure for another smash performance, like her Carol Channing. Carol Channing was epic, listeners. If you have not done your homework, go back, hit rewinds on the seasons, and go yeah. watch that performance. Yes, very good. She was great in the first ever snatch game. Mm-hmm. Uh, RuPaul has one-on-one meetings scheduled with her employees. Uh, There were no (laughs) HR representatives present, so she seemed like she was on her best behavior, though. 
You know, Rue was decent this episode to the queens. No, not too heavy of mind fucks served. Yeah. Yeah. This is usually the episode where Rue's like, are you really going to be Whitney? Because that's not funny. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I, I was reminded of like, was it Asia O'Hara or something that tried to do Whitney that one time and they like wouldn't let her because it was like too inappropriate or something. Well, it's too inappropriate when they go like the drug route yeah. with Whitney. Right. Yeah. Isn't that what Asia was trying to do though? Probably. I I don't remember exactly, but if they said maybe she shouldn't do it, that's probably the direction she was going. Cause I know they try and steer the Queens away from that. Yeah. Help us remember listeners, because we were talking about this over the weekend. Whitney could be a good snatch game character, but you have to be very delicate with how you approach it and it would benefit the queen whoever is performing Whitney to know all of the reference what'd you have for breakfast I had nothing like of course everybody knows the Whitney song like say I had nothing it's actually I have nothing I have nothing yeah wow you suck well listen <laughs> Trinity was trying to get the good grammar which I relate to fully but you gotta I also appreciate that too you gotta know the references so you can connect with yeah. Rue definitely there like i didn't get any like i want to dance with somebody like nothing type comments or like interactions and also like it's not right but it's okay oh my god if sorry i just had psd ptsd when you said that because (laughs) i'm like that's like the only joke they knew what to say like about whitney this entire episode Yeah. (laughs) yeah i don't know it's like i just don't see how you can go and snatch like go into drag race and be like i'm doing whitney and not like be more prepared it just seems like crazy to me but i know a lot of it has to do with like you have to have that talent right like you have to be quick on the spot and yeah i i understand not everyone has that like i don't always have that so it's like i don't think i could do something like that but it just seems like why wouldn't you be more prepared right or or pick someone a little easier that would have like really easy like things to like one-liners to say mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, the queens can't be good at everything and and we should not expect them to be good at everything. So, you know, if this wasn't Trinity's uh, strong suit, but this does bring me to my next bullet point because in a conversation... In a conversation with the girls, it seems like Trinity gave up before a snatch game even started. She basically said, well, I won two challenges. I'm good this week. I am not the quickest queen. That I am not. I am better with preparation. But hopefully I don't let you down. I hope you don't let me down either because I want you to succeed. I know I'm going to look sickening as Whitney Houston. Now, will I be Whitney Houston? This is bad. Um, (laughs) Stoney, do you want to say anything before I go in? Well, yeah, so we talked about this a little bit already, but basically, like, it's just, like, Trinity literally just, like, passed go, like, on this challenge. Like, she was just pressed the pass button, like, didn't even try. (laughs) Like, she looked good as Whitney, but it's just, it's bad when you're saying, I'm going to be in the bottom before the challenge even started. Yeah. Like, at least make an effort. Like, it just makes Trinity look bad because... It's like, you need to at least try. And it was the first time this season where it reminded me of the old Trinity because mm-hmm. she's had such a redemption. But this was like the first time where it was like, oh, yeah, Trinity used to do shit like this in season six all the time. Uh huh. <laughs> so early in my corporate career, managers would ask me like what I wanted to do. And I could never give them like a 
fully realized answer because I was still feeling out the climate of the office, seeing if I wanted to be there, if this was the industry I wanted to be in. With where Trinity like rubbed me the wrong way here is like I totally relate. You want to be chill and relax, like, hey, I'm not going to beat myself up about this. I know that this is not my lane, but we still need to see that you're trying. Tell Rue that you want this and how you want it, and then, you know, proceed to move forward with the performance. So, Trinity, I get what you were trying to do, but I feel like maybe RuPaul interpreted that energy the wrong way. She didn't receive it the way you were intending to because Trinity is very cool, calm, and collected. She's very like, you know, based on track record, I'm doing well. If I do bad in this challenge, you know, it is what it is because comedy is not me. But also, but also, we've had a lot of time to maybe go to an improv class or something, just how we get on the girls for going to sewing classes. <laughs> it's the same thing for, you know, Snatch Game's happening. It's the same thing. I love you, Trinity, but I don't think the confidence read correctly. Right. And also, too, like, I know a lot of the queens, like, pay other queens to write their Snatch Game jokes for them. Uh-huh. So, like, that's something that Trinity could have done to, like, help her out to have, like, a couple, like, joke, like, go-to jokes, basically. Yep, absolutely agree. I mean, the only thing that I'll add to this, though, is I do think it, in a way, also, I kind of found it to be, like, funny or whatever that she was just like, fuck it, like, I'm not going to do this because I just, like, I'm going to not be good at it. So, I'm just going to prepare for this runway, girl. (laughs) And then you pick Whitney. Like, I agree with Seth. Like, pick a character that you can just really have fun with, no matter how hard, like, no matter what you do, you won't forget the lines because it's like one of those characters or personas where they have those one liners that are just go tos that'll, it'll come more naturally and it's going to read more entertaining on the show. Yeah, definitely. And like, um, you know, we have had some of the diva curses broken this season and we, just desperately need someone to break the Whitney curse because I don't think we've ever seen one good Whitney on this show. Desperately, desperately. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just get right into the Snatch Game of Love. The first group is Ginger Minge as Phyllis Diller, Trinity as Whitney Houston. Um, I think you know how we feel about her. And uh, <laughs> Ky- Kylie Sonique as Dolly Parton. Um, what a mixed bag, this group, just across the board. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't know. It was, like, really fun. Like, I'm not going to comment yet on Ginger because, like, I don't actually don't know who Phyllis Stiller is. I feel like I should, but I don't. Um, but Dolly Parton as – or Kylie doing Dolly Parton was such a smart move because, like she said, it was kind of like she is kind of a country person. So, like, she can kind of fit that into her, like – Mm-hmm. snatch game character which i feel like you kind of have to do that if you're not like a natural like comedic actor or something yep um so i thought that was really smart of kylie and she had some really funny Moments. one-liners and her voice the way she was doing her voice was like perfect like energetic mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky dolly parton <laughs> yeah i didn't expect her to be like so on her toes either with the jokes kylie's kylie's doing it right like she's already got a win under her belt and she's being very strategic when it comes to these talents, whether it's a snatch game or a talent show or just the runway. 
she's showing you that she's here to play. And Kylie so impressed me with this Dolly Parton because one, the look was there. It was giving me early Dolly where the tits were just out. These are my tits and I'm a woman, but you can't touch. And I'm sassy and I'm funny and I make great music. The jokes were on point. I loved it a lot. Um, Ginger did a great job. Ginger's just funny. She's just funny. Ginger's not going to fuck this up. It comes naturally to her. Snatch Game is Ginger's stage. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I'm not very familiar with Phyllis Diller. I know that Phyllis Diller is a comedian, and that's mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So um, when I see the performance, like, I know who Dolly Parton is. So that's why I think I liked um, Kylie better. But I'm not saying Ginger did bad. Like, what Ginger did was funny. I just don't have any reference to compare that if she was doing a good Phyllis Diller. This calls me back to Jinx Monsoon's Edie. So if you're not familiar with the character, you probably went and done your Googles and have familiarized yourself with them. So, you know, that is the plus about doing a character that's not so familiar to viewers. Right. And, and see, like, that's a, that's what it should be, too. Like, it should just be so funny that you don't even really need to know who the character is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It is what it is. Ginger did not do a bad job. I just really like Kylie Sonic better. And that's just a personal choice for me. You know, I mean, I Ginger feel the did same. great. I feel the same. I'm Kylie on this one. Yeah. And I think we talked about Trinity, her performance in Snatch Game enough. So I don't think we need to. Ooh, bless me, audience. Um, sorry. <laughs> it's not um, right, it's, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's not COVID, but it sure could be. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, let's just spare Trinity any more discussion on her performance is basically what I was going to say. So Cheyenne picks Ginger as the winner, so we get to move on to our second group, and this group consists of Eureka as Divine. I mean, not her performance, but she was playing, like, the infamous Divine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Divine. And she was scary Pan- as hell. <laughs> <laughs> she was. Uh, we also have Pandora playing Kim Cattrall, and Raja O'Hara as Latoya Jackson. This was a fun group. This was a fun group. If you're not familiar with Divine, Eureka's performance definitely probably felt chaotic to you. Um, As Seth was saying earlier in the show, uh, Eureka is kind of a bulldozer. But also, this is all-stars. Like, she's going for the jokes. She's going for the moment. Anybody can speak up and, you know, put themselves out there. And Snatch Game especially, now is the time to go for it. And that's what she was doing. Yeah, and I also think, like because Eureka is like such a bulldozer, like there was nobody else on that team that really like, they're like more reserved. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess Raja isn't super reserved, but like if she had ginger on her team, I feel like it would have went a lot different. Like, yeah. Cause ginger and, Eureka would have just been bouncing off of each other the whole time. Yeah, it could have been interesting to see Eureka switch with uh, Trinity for the first group, but then you'll have like Whitney, Latoya, and uh, <laughs> Kim Cattrall. So it might not have made for an as as an entertaining second group, you know, if it was that. So I, I get why they pair them the way that they do. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna do Kim Cattrall, I almost would have. I almost would have wanted Pandora to do Samantha Jones. Like, just say you're Samantha Jones, Kim Cattrall as Samantha Jones, and then some of the jokes would have made more sense. Um, 
if you know Kim Cattrall's history at all, uh, the infamous Porky scene where she's in the gym and they're basically everybody can hear her getting her freak on. And she's just like such an out there actress. And I think Pandora is just so reserved that if she just given maybe like 20% more energy, it would have landed a little better. But Kim Cattrall is like, if you're doing a character, because I did get Samantha Jones, not Kim Cattrall. If you're doing a character, go big because she always goes big, whether it's sex in the city or a movie. And I think with like with the problem with Pandora's like it wasn't unfunny to me. I thought she had like mm-hmm. things that were I mean, I, you know, it wasn't like so bad where it was like, this is not funny at all. This is terrible. It was just like it was just so like monotonous and it was just like very yeah, like one note. boring kind of like low energy, I guess is the word. Yeah. Well, and also too, um, Kim Cattrall looks like every middle aged white woman. So. <laughs> There's, like, nothing even, like, interesting. Like, that could be anybody, you know? Like, Divine was very clearly Divine. Mm-hmm. LaToya Jackson was very clearly LaToya Jackson. So that could have also worked against Pandora, too. I still don't mm-hmm. understand why somebody hasn't done, like, just a like a stereotypical Karen. Like, just be, like, Karen from, like, the Midwest or something. <laughs> and just be, like, like, why wouldn't you do something like that? It'd be hilarious. Like, you could have so many jokes. Yeah. Yeah, you heard it here. You know, pass it along to the queens. <laughs> like, let the them Midwest. know. Karen from the south. Karen's everywhere. <laughs> or final that? boss Karen. Yes, final boss like, Karen. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Shit. <laughs> yeah, girl. I don't know, but um, the second group it was they didn't gel as much as the first group, and um, I mean it wasn't. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I didn't. Rasha got lucky because Rue knows Latoya. So the jokes that yeah. landed were funny to Rue because it's like, oh, maybe that's what Latoya would say and do. And also like, like Rue basically told Raja like how to win or like how to do well. Cause he was like, oh yeah, Latoya just like says that she likes something, but that, or basically does something, but doesn't like it or whatever. Uh-huh. And so basically it just seemed like Raja was like, okay, I'm going to just keep doing that like to Rue. So like when Rue was like, or she was like, do you remember Rue? And Rue's like, no. And <laughs> Raja was like, I don't know either. Like it's, yeah, it's smart. That's smart though. It's like smart. if RuPaul's giving you good advice like that, take the advice. Like if RuPaul's telling you your Whitney doesn't seem like it's going to do go well, maybe switch. Yep. How many times have we done this podcast or show, excuse me. And we've said, you know, why didn't they listen to Rue? They basically gave them the, the blueprint to do well in the snatch game and then they bomb. So she didn't bomb, yeah. but she listened to the the notes and she yep. survived. Well, and the whole point of this challenge is just to make RuPaul laugh. Yeah. yeah. So like if RuPaul's telling you like something, like I would honestly take the advice. Oh yeah. Right. Unless you're GG good and then be like, I understand your concerns. <laughs> 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 yes, girl. Um, so after this second group, uh, Fortune, Feemster picks Cheyenne in a sketch that completely didn't need to watch and will not remember. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're moving on. Bye. <laughs> Anyways. 
finally it's the next day in the workroom and Cheyenne and Fortune Feimster have left the studio thank god uh <laughs> and now it's time to get uh ready for the runway Pandora expresses her frustration after being steamrolled by Eureka I knew immediately that like Pandora was not blaming Eureka this could be the edit this could be just her in a raw moment just vocalizing how she feels but I didn't for one second feel like Pandora actually believed that Eureka was the reason why she didn't perform as well. We're all humans. She's just experiencing her emotions and, and her mind. And I mean, as we saw, Eureka was very out there, but I mean, you can still play as well. The playground's open to everybody. Yeah. I feel like the way she said it, was it, it came off a different way than what the intent was behind it. I, Mm -hmm. I believe that. So like, it came out wrong. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. And, and they did make up and untuck. So Eureka was like, I just want to make sure there's no like awkward tension between us, you know? Um, and then that's kind of when Pandora clears it up. She was just like, no, I mean, like just your character was so big. Like I didn't know how to play off of it. Yeah. It's a curveball. It's a curveball. And that's part of the competition. But again, like if you're going on all stars, I guess the queens don't really know who's going to be there, but you have to prepare for all kinds of queens who you're going to yeah. be competing against. I mean, yeah. And I like that Eureka like cleared the, like cleared it right away. Like during untucked, like that, that that was really smart of her. I also love oh, yeah. that Pandora owned it in the words of Lisa Rinna, because again, I don't think that's, we don't believe that's how she meant it to come off. So I was happy to see that. Well, and they just, and she apologized it and they moved on. Yep. You know, it was like yeah. no big deal. Adults. This is how adults work. You <laughs> toxics. This is what the adult world looks like. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part though, is when um, Eureka was like holding her head back and she's like, I'm really trying to listen to you. But my 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 ponytail's just so heavy. <laughs> that was a lot of hair. I'm like, I get it, girl. <laughs> Me too. Oh man. All right, you guys, let's take a little break here. We'll come back and we'll get onto the runway and finish out this episode. BRB. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back back again to get into the runway looks. But before we get into the runway, I would like to give Jamal the floor because Tina Knowles Lawson is a special guest judge. And I heard that Jamal has a PowerPoint to get through. (sighs) I will keep it short because you all know how I feel about Solange and Beyonce and Blue Ivy. I pray to Blue Ivy often. Um... You know, just to give me strength to not snatch these hoes by their edges when they're making me mad. You know, Blue yeah. Ivy and Yonsei keeps the girls gathered. And, yeah. of course, they are the seeds of the queen mother, Tina Knowles Lawson. Yes, because like uh, Trinity said, Tina's God and then Beyonce is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, yes, that's right. <laughs> the father and the son, the mother and the daughter. Um, yeah. 
I, I just stand because if you're a Destiny's Child fan, you know everything that you need to know about DC3 before DC was 3. Tina Knowles ran a hair salon out of her house in Houston, Texas, where Beyonce and Kelly Rowland used to perform as children together for the ladies getting their hair done. And when Destiny's Child started to really get their come up, she, of course, designed and sewed all of their outfits. House of Darion, not such a hit, but, you know, Miss Tina Knowles knows what's going on when it comes to looks. And, I mean, come on. This is just another step closer to Beyonce on Drag Race. If Beyonce is listening to this podcast right now, she probably already knows how I feel about her. So I'm just not even going to go there. But I stand Miss Tina Knowles. Check out her Instagram, of course, Miss Tina Lawson. She does corny joke Fridays. You know, she gives us the face beat preview that Blue Ivy's been working on her. (laughs) Subtle, smoky eye. No big deal. Just looks like a Mac artist did it. Um, I stand. I live. This is a moment. This is a moment. I, I just thought it was really cute, like, how much Trinity was freaking out over it, too. She's like, say my name again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would pass out. I would probably just collapse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, girl. I feel it. Um, well, let's get into this runway. What do we think? Um, well, the first three queens basically wore the same outfit. So what do we think? Uh <laughs> So what do we think of Ginger, uh, Pandora, and Eureka? Which outfit would you choose to wear? I really liked the color play with Eureka, but I feel like I would have to probably go with Ginger just because of the attention to detail and the hair, the different colors on all of the hands and the legs. I think it's a smart choice to really dig a little deeper and not only collaborate with the colors that are already in your palette, but she could have easily went with the same color boot, same color gloves, but why not makes it all make it all mix match? You know, I would also have to go with ginger for me on the three that um, were the same basically, because I thought <laughs> ginger, like hers was just more fun. And like, I don't know. I just it was loved, put together. Well, yeah, yes. I loved the hair and it was like goofy and she like did a really good job presenting it. Whereas like I thought Pandora boxes like it was just it I don't know it was kind of not like it was hard to see like the pop art on her jacket and stuff and I just didn't really connect with kind of what she was doing with the the lettering on her head and stuff like yeah we know your Pandora box I probably wouldn't have done a cape with that kind of mod style dress or maybe do a cape that's actually going to like bring some more drama because it almost looked like the two pieces were supposed to be one and it was just kind of like forgotten attention to detail well she said on what pack and that this was like the last outfit like that she was got like she got it like at 2 a.m the night before she left for like drag race because she was just waiting for it to be made i don't know i think i don't I think maybe the issue was that it took really long to print that fabric Mm -hmm. and then the designer didn't have as much time to get it ready is is what I understand it to be as. So, I mean, I, I get, they probably made it work with whatever, like, you know, like I can, I have time to make a cape, you know, first world problems. You had someone else make this for you. If you don't like the way it looks, you better do a tweak before you roll it out on the runway. Well, because also, too, this was shot in August 2020, like dead smack in the min- in the middle of the pandemic. Mm, so true, like true. They, yeah. 
it's hard to you know they were talking how it's hard to get fabrics wigs and stuff like that still yeah, yeah. very true i liked eureka's look um i like that sh- it kind of you know, flared out as she spun around. I like the makeup and the hair, but it wasn't my favorite of the three. Yeah. I kind of wish Eureka's outfit had more, um, more shape. It yeah. really give us like a moment until she started to ver- really make it move. I did like that. She had a purse. I thought that was cool with like her, yeah. with her pictures on it. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, and also too, like her makeup seemed very light. So like, I think maybe like, yellow like is not a great color for to paint for like the runway because the lights Mm -hmm. are shining right on your face and like it's just gonna blow that yellow like right out like you're not gonna be able to see it that well like for a bar gig that would mm -hmm. probably be fine yeah it was definitely a risk i have to agree i feel like she was going for this icy look given the baby blue limbs and heels but um it didn't read as fully as it could have yeah like it looked good but it just didn't read very well on camera Mm mm-hmm Let's talk now about Kylie Sonique Love. So sexy, super sultry. I love a foxtail boa. This was a different approach to the category. And Kylie's feeling her oats. Let her feel her oats. I want to see <laughs> all the sex. Just ooze it all over the runway. I'm so here for it. This is like her mini me counterpart from her <laughs> from her promo look. Do you remember that big pink boa? thing is basically the same as this yes yes correct no she loves to have like the boa and then kind of just like have it like on the very bottom of her like behind her or the top of her yeah Yeah. but the hair oh go ahead sorry oh i was just gonna say i i really like this look but that's kind of where i was going the wig like to me like something just didn't look right about it i don't know it looked like to me it just didn't fit right or almost like looked mullet-esque i don't know if that's what Mm -hmm. she was going for but it just kind of threw me off a little bit. I kind of wish it was not blonde. Like maybe if it was like that pink color, like on her dress yes. or or black or something more of a black bob. I don't know. Really lean into the pop art category yeah. because I mean, the hair felt like a hat. I was getting very like Elvira vibes where it's like, okay, that's a wig, but this is the character. I do agree. I would have wanted like a lime green with this or a very hot, pink fuchsia or something yes girl and i would not mind buying from her you know crack no i mean i would be in all the cleavage both of those her products look very immaculate so (laughs) oh my gosh all right you all let's go ahead and get on to our next runway contestant which would be raja o'hara are you gagging or are you not gagging I'm like lukewarm on this. How do you feel, Stoney? So I'm gagging in that it's like Raja just looks good on the runway and she knows how to like (laughs) sell what she's wearing. But I do think that this one was not really doing pop art the way that like, and maybe I don't understand all elements of pop art, but it just, to me, it seemed like she was missing something there. And then like too, I noticed um, that she's wearing I think Bussy Queen pointed this out. She was wearing like the boots from her like intro look. So I think it's like she must have like had to just put something together really quick or maybe ran out of time or something. I don't know. But um, it wasn't my I thought it was probably one of the worst looks, but I thought it was still really good. Like she looked really pretty on the runway. Yeah. Where Raja saves herself is like she knows how to stomp a runway. So 
even though that we've seen these shoes before, like I loved her hair and makeup, I wanted more because I really liked the jacket. But compared to the other queens, it just wasn't enough. Like maybe do a fun printed bodysuit with the boots and the jacket. Like really take it there. Look up pop art listeners and you'll see what we're talking about. Yes. And I, I just wanted to point out that I did recognize that those shoes were from her first runway before watching Bussy Queen. So like mm-hmm. other people yeah, are yeah. are smart just like Bussy Queen. <laughs> and yeah. We clocked take, them you know, too. Take note. I want my credit. Hey, you know, true fans and watchers of the show, viewers of the show, you know who you are and you probably clocked those boots as well. Not that yes. there's anything wrong with that. We love a crafty queen. Just take it there. If you're going to yeah. serve it again, it has to be good for the judges. Yeah. But I, I like the wig. Uh, jacket was awesome, but not for this challenge. Yeah. Love the boots. But you've already worn them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't quite pop art enough. I think she just needed to push it a little bit farther. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have to talk about probably the best look of this runway. Maybe the whole <laughs> season six of All Stars. We have Trinity K. Bonet. Yes. Um, she's the only queen that kind of stepped outside of the Warhol box serving some Liechtenstein. I had to watch. Um, well, not had to. Stoney and I usually watch the <laughs> Whatcha Packins and all the Drag Race commentary from people online. And I forgot the other artists and the style around this area. And Liechtenstein is this. You got the little dots, of course, which is an immediate reference. I loved how Trinity played with the rough and tough with my Afro puffs, but also bled that down into the makeup. The makeup was pop art. It was a fabulous message. All of the community was represented. And yellow is my favorite color. I live. I really want to know if you think that... I, I mean, of course, she couldn't know that Tina Knowles was going to be the guest. But do you think this is a lemonade reference? It could be. I'm not. I'm not really reading Oscar De La Renta from this. I mean, listeners, drag me if you think I'm wrong. But I think it was a happy coincidence. Just because you know, it's like a yellow dress, like the "They Don't Love You Like I Love You" like yeah. portion. Yeah. I don't know. I was wondering. I was wondering if that was like part of her reference because she does have very like you know the puffs on her hair and things like that i don't know i could be wrong but that's what i was taking away from her it's very black panthers goes to the ball very much so yeah and and i liked she had so many details with this look i like her earrings that said black lives matter Mm -hmm. um i like that she had the trans uh names people's names on her dress yeah so not just like the cause but like specifically like these are all the people like that are getting killed that's right so like it it just shows you like there shouldn't be enough names to make a dress out of you know but um but uh but yeah this look was really good and 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 she is the only one that painted her face like in a pop art style too so i really like her makeup was superb and you know this kind of reminded me of um from holland's drag race one with envy peru that one yes. runway where she was very pop art. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. That's a really good point about the makeup. Cause that's the one thing I really loved about this was that it was like the pop art makeup and it just like, like we don't ever see that like very much. And I just thought she had all the details were there. The dress was amazing. Like 
everything about it was great. So she definitely slayed the runway. I mean, she took us there. I was like, wait a minute. That's not Andy Warhol. And I did a Google. Look at education on Drag Race. You can do the same thing, listeners. (laughs) And and again, too, just I know I said it before, but this was filmed in August 2020. So -hmm. the Black Lives Matter um, message was being very prominently uh, disseminated at this time. Mm -hmm. And so it, it was really just kind of like, you know, in its own way, it's nice to see as like, I don't quote unquote a time capsule, but also it's still relevant. So, you know, it's, and it's still a message that needs to be passed on, you know, and, and spoken about still. Yeah, very much so. All right, you all. So the winner of this challenge is Ginger Minge. Do we think she deserves? I think so. I think that she deserves. I thought that maybe Kylie would steal it because Kylie's really been like showing the growth. And I think that the judges get too caught up sometimes in what's happening right in that moment. They need to really actually look at the queen's progress through the competition and reward some of that performance. I'm not mad that Ginger won, but I think that Kylie, it would have been a bigger splash if Kylie won, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I, I'll agree because everyone expected Ginger to win, I think. Yes, so yes. I don't know. But Ginger did a great job as well. And mm-hmm. she, I think she had a more solid look uh, on the runway than Kylie. So maybe that is what swayed it one way or the other. Definitely. I don't know. Uh, the bottom two this week are Trinity and Pandora, which is crazy. J- Trinity's won two challenges and just won the last challenge. And now she's in the bottom. And this is not where you want to be at the end of the competition. Especially not as a threat. Like, clearly Trinity is not fucking around. Like, this could have been a moment where she could have gone home because she just got, hey, this isn't my challenge. So it is what it is. No, like... Ginger could have been real shady and sent your ass home. <laughs> yeah. I thought she might for a second there. Naomi Smalls Manila. I mean, come on. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it would just, it would be so bad if Trinity was voted out here. Like it kind of sucks because you get to this point and you really have nowhere to hide, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like Ginger would be the ultimate villain if she got rid of Trinity. Ah, <laughs> uh, she would, you know, part of me would stand that moment because when Naomi small sent home Manila, I was like, no, don't do this to my queen, my queen. And then I was like, look, work, (laughs) bitch work because Manila was probably going to win. Well, cause the other thing too, is when you're taking into account the track record, this was both their second time being in the bottom. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just Trinity had two wins. So I feel like the right decision was made, of course, but, um, they were fairly the same. As yeah. far as their track record. Yep. All right. So, uh, um, you know, there is Untucked. We kind of talked about the apology of Eureka and uh, not really apology, but just sort of like getting everybody on the same page between Eureka and Pandora Box. But then we end up back on the runway and Ginger has to lip sync for her legacy. Her lip sync assassin this week is Heidi in Closet. Soft and shuffle. Heidi, she's back. Soft. (laughs) Yes, girl. When she came out, I swear, I was like, this is not going to work. That hair piece. I knew it was going to fall. Yeah. Like, what was she That hair piece was bobbing and weaving its way as she walked down the runway. I mean, that shit was Jenga on the runway. Like, just one more pull and that shit was going to tumble. Yeah, girl. I was just like, ooh. This is not going to work. And then she like 
um, you know, started to lean down. I'm like, hun, this is not a wig that you can like fucking be like flipping and whipping around. This is like, you got to just stand, plant and sing. Yes. I'm a precise queen myself. So my immediate thought was, oh, she just plans on standing in place or like spinning in a very tight circle so that shit doesn't fall off until it's very ready slowly. to come off <laughs> very slowly <laughs> right <laughs> yes i was like but also too i was like i bet this bitch has a reveal yep it was an accidental reveal but ginger gave me life looking like um toddlers and tiaras of course <laughs> i mean she looked gorgeous ginger can't help that she's short and she played up the genderness just enough to compete against Heidi, and she ended up pulling out the win, and I thought it was a decent lip sync. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I thought it was fun. I love seeing Heidi, so I don't, I definitely I get why Ginger won in this, but um, yeah, I don't know. The editing was also a little suspect, too, but that's fine. <laughs> Heidi's fumbles oh, yeah. killed it. Heidi lost her wig, automatic losing, automatic Hi. loss. <laughs> I mean, this is what happened to uh, uh, Trinity a couple weeks ago. This yeah. reminds me of like bowling practice when I was in high school. Like <laughs> for 10 minutes, every bowling practice, we could only shoot for the seven and 10 pins. If you don't know anything about bowling, those are the corner pins. So if you got like the single pin left, you know how to hit the shot. So for Heidi, <laughs> she should have probably done like reveal moments and practice more with this wig. Just so even if it was an accident, it still felt like it was part of your performance. Yeah, definitely. So that, you know, that was disappointing, but it was nice to see Heidi. Of course. Always, always. Yeah. So of course, Ginger Minge, uh, she wins the lip sync, which also means she won $20,000 so Ginger Minj has already won half of what the winner makes. <laughs> this bitch crazy. is not playing. <laughs> Good she for has fifty thousand dollars. You know, like now that Ginger has fifty thousand dollars, what I think is gonna happen is um I think that Ginger will be in the top with Trinity and somebody else, and then uh Trinity will win. I feel like that's the way it's going. They're not gonna give this hell hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, yeah. she's cleaning up. And I mean, well-deserved. She's doing a good job. Oh, yeah. She's playing the game, mm-hmm. but I feel the same. Yeah. So I, I think that. Trinity is going to be the winner here. Come on, we'll Trinity. See. We need points for this <laughs> fantasy league. Come on, Trinity. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, speaking of the fantasy league, why don't we go ahead and throw this on over to Stony, who will let us know if we're still tied or what ranks we fall into. Yeah, so good week for me because Ginger won everything. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, so unfortunately, Jamal is uh, in last place with 110 points. Boom, 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 boom. Oof. Jamal Woo. had nothing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Seth is in second place with 165 points. Okay. And then I am in first place with 220 points. That's a pretty big lead, girl. That yeah. is. We are not letting you go first next season. So, <laughs> but. But to be fair, we have been doing this podcast for like three years and Sony's never won. So maybe we can just, you know, let him have this one. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I can share. Yeah. So after, I'll just do another reminder. So after uh, this episode, Seth has Eureka and Kylie, I have Ginger Minj and Raja, 
and Jamal has Trinity. Well, my, my, my. Three, or two, two, and one. This can go a number of directions. I'm really curious to see what happens at the end of the season. Yeah, because, like, Stoney's pulling really far ahead of with points, but I think Trinity might win. So I think what it might come down to is, are the winning points enough to boost Jamal over Stoney? Right. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. That's going to be the interesting thing. Can I get a big enough lead over Jamal? Ah, go so, away. We'll see. I feel like Ginger has at least another win before the finale. I feel like yeah. it too. I'm and, ready to throw the pearls. I'm and ready we to have throw to see pearls. who returns on the game within a game. Ah! So. Jan, 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 Jan. Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she's not on my team, I still want her to, on my fantasy team, I still want her back. I could use more Jan to see, honestly. Yes, girl. Well, we've made it here through another fun weekend. Thanks for coming to the Most Magically Gay podcast. We uh, love spending another week with you. And uh, plan the plan as of now is to have you know the normal All-Star 6 podcast for you next week, but to also have a Drag Race España recap episode. So we'll have two podcasts for you in one week, and you can finally get to hear what we think of Drag Race España. And... Um, yeah, so get pumped. Oh, it's coming. Oh, womp <laughs> womp. Yes, girl. Until next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh, yes, a good one. <laughs>